return to 101.5 KTNN. The people in this area, this region, you see all these canyons and mountains and things out here. This, this side of the, the Navajo Nation is, a, is filled with resistors. This is Black Mesa, a section of the Navajo Reservation here in Arizona. Brett Isaacs is part Hopi, part Navajo, and he is working to transition this nation to solar. In Navajo, when you're born, they take your umbilical cord and they bury it. Essentially, when you say where you're from, it's where your umbilical cord was buried, because that ties you back to your, where, where, where you came up out of, you know, in existence in this world. <laughs> uh, my name is Lorraine Herder. A low-roofed house, a small herd of sheep, 11 skinny dogs wrestling. Lorraine is a matriarch. She makes decisions for this land, and her daughter and granddaughter will stay just as she has. She sits and cards wool. I raise Navajo sheep, then I herd sheep, and then I, I also am a plant dyer. I just use these uh, natural plants around here, the sagebrush. When I uh, use that plant, it, it used to come out uh, yellow-green. But uh, during uh, this summer when I used it, it was almost like uh, charcoal because of the, the drought that we had all year. Lorraine and her husband have fought to stay on their land as outside powers and a changing climate have encroached. My name is uh, Dan Herter. I met my wife in high school and she lived out here. It's probably about the late 60s, I think. We started moving in the early 70s. That's when they built the, the power plant in Page. And they, they, about around that time, the early 70s, we started mining and they've been pumping our aquifer all these years. Peabody, that is, the corporation who mined the seams of coal in this mesa, mixing it with aquifer water into a slurry in order to pipe it to the Mojave Generating Station in Nevada. Coal mining continues today at the Cayenta Mine, which transports the Black Rock to the nearby Navajo generating station. This is Brett speaking again. The latest colonizers, energy. So coal markets, uranium, natural gas, all those industries touch the Navajo Nation and continue to touch the Navajo Nation and, and kind of push a very extractive industry that is not very beneficial other than jobs. And that's the fear that Navajo people have. It's not the impact on the environment. It's not the impact on some sort of taxation or, or larger scale thing. It's putting food on the table. But they estimate that 70 cents of every dollar made on the Navajo Nation is exported off. Peabody forced many people off their land in order to construct facilities and extract the coal from Black Mesa. This mining agenda fractured families, creating a new iteration of just displacement. Like, just like what the federal government does. They, 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 they cut off your livelihood, your livestock, your cornfield, your way of living. It's how they pick on people and then they just give up and they just move. And our Navajo Nation, they just didn't, they just didn't help the people. In the wake of Peabody, Dan, like his wife Lorraine, 
sees the impact of pollution and climate changing their homeland. What we think is that if we had, if our aquifer is full and the water would come up and it would nourish these plants from the bottom, and then it turns into when off, off the plant, when it nurses their, its water, it'll give off steam to form the cloud and give us rain. That's how it used to. That's balance. Before the corporation came in, we had a lot of, lot of rain at that time. Things were plentiful back then. Things, things were different back then. Even though it, it brings in money, but we don't, it seems like we don't, we don't get any. The plant has changed people, too. Those living on Black Mesa live with chemical-infused groundwater, and those employed at the power plant inhale noxious Everything fumes. Everything started happening, all the people getting asthma, cancers. Those people that got sick, their kids are working, and they don't want their, their sick, sick family to be saying those things to the, to, to the Navajo Nation or to somebody outside. Because they would be costing them their job. They're hesitant, to, they're hesitant to talk about it, but very, very few that they come out and say, say this is how it affected the family and how it affected me. So it's, it's pretty hard. We've been this battery for the Southwest for decades. And if we want to continue to do that, we have to adapt to the changing evolution of energy. And that means that we have to get involved in an industry that I think is more appropriate for our value system. The plant is set to close in two years. Now is the time for the Navajo Nation to transition. But Dan explains uh, that we it's were, not uh, simple. We were told is not to. As we were growing up, we were told not to. Not to really plan for the future. Because you never know what's going to happen the next day or you know, next week or so. But uh, I guess for now, it's just depending depend on the renewable energy. It's, that's about it. But, uh, but right now, majority of the, the, the people there, they're just dependent on the government. That's the problem, too. They don't even plant, they don't even have animals, and they just stay home. And that's those, those are the ones that are going to hurt. In order for us to be effective and not just bring in another colonizer, which, which solar really could be if, if it's done the wrong way, we need to learn how to make this world look more like us rather than us trying to look like it. The Nebahane, which is our origin story. This world we're currently in was overrun by monsters. These impossible beings that existed in this world that we had to overtake in order to make it habitable. That's my interpretation back to the Navajo people here of what we're thinking about in our economy. Why poverty? Why is this challenge of creating some degree of a market for, for people to be able to make an income? Those are a reformation of monsters. They're things that are living, they're organic in a way that we can solve, we can fight, we can defeat. All I, all I say is We've gone this far and we can adapt. Look what they did to us in relocation. We've been, we have adapted. So we, we just didn't feel sorry about ourselves. So we just did other things. 
find something. We'll, we'll, we'll find something. For National Public Lands Radio, I'm Jesse Brandt.